Alright, we want to welcome everyone to Strangest Day. I think this is January the 24th, 2024. But uh, we, we, I hope I got the date right, but if that is right, we're glad to have you tuning in tonight, Landmark Baptist Church. And uh, we just want to send a blessing out tonight. Uh, Judy and Geraldine, uh, they just got on our webpage and they're so excited. They said they couldn't wait to see a, a service, so we're going to try to send a blessing their way. I want to give everyone an update on my wife, and we'll have a word of prayer. And then uh, I think Rita and, and uh, Brother Patrick both going to sing. Believe it or not, I'm going to sing one song, amen. But we just want to try to be a blessing tonight. And uh, let, let me uh, give you some quick updates here on my wife. Uh, when I was at the hospital, they left with her to do a CT scan. Um, her shoulder is out of joint. Her shoulder broke. Nobody knows how. I didn't know it broke. She didn't either. But they found it at the hospital. We're going to try to find out what happened there. I mean, if she fell at the house, I wouldn't know because I have to get her up. But remember her with regards to her shoulder? She can't really use neither one of her arms. They just kind of, kind of in that bed there, but she's in a better environment than she started in. When she first went to the hospital, they had her in like a broom closet. You had to back in and walk out. There wasn't enough room in there to cuss a cat. But she's in the ICU room number eight now. And I could, I could tell just by looking at her today that uh, she was real scared. And uh, wondering kind of confused, wondering why I'm, why I'm in here. Uh, you know, when your health goes, uh, that's not for the faint-hearted. I, I could see in her eyes a lot of concern today. And I, I seen her trying to smile, and it wasn't easy. And I just tried to cheer up a little bit. She's talking a little bit more today. And please remember my wife in your prayers. Uh, been, a, been, a, been a good wife to me. Bless you, a good wife. I would to God that I could say that I've been a good husband to her. She's been a wife to me. And uh, I love my wife. And the Lord's with her when I'm not there. And when I'm there, it's me and him both are with her. Amen. But we do covet your prayers. Um, they've got her on a liquid diet. She's able to Take a little bit of a beef broth today, a little bit of chicken broth. She was able to drink a, a, a bottle of Ensure. Uh, they tried to give her something with a little substance to it, and she just held it in her mouth. She didn't chew it up. She didn't swallow it, so they had to vacuum it out. But that's the way it is when your health starts to decline. Uh, you see that uh, you can't do the things. You know, Samson said, I'll go out as other times. He didn't go out. He didn't go out that time. And that's kind of the way life is. It changes. Sometimes it changes too quick. I've seen an accident on the way home where somebody up there was looking off running in the back of a big old truck. Didn't look like it hurt nobody, but that's kind of the way life is. It happens just like that. But uh, we, we are just taking this one day at a time. I got to talk with a Medicare, Medicaid representative. She, Her name is April. Real nice. Talked to me. She said, Mr. Wade, I just want you to know, if you're not comfortable with this hospital, uh, dismissing your wife, you can tell them no. You can keep her here, and you can also have her sent to rehab uh, for a better result on her dismissal. I said, thank you, April. I'm definitely interested in the rehab, 
and I will be watching. Uh, they did dismiss her, and I, I don't know that she, she got dismissed the first time, but they did pick her up an ambulance uh, January the 18th, Thursday, took her to the hospital, and I mean, their plate's full out there, and there wasn't no room for her, and she called me, come get me, now, that was just my wife there, I got out there, and she's laying on the couch in the waiting room. I got a wheelchair loaded up in the car, and she had to go back. And this time, when she went back, I, I realized why she wanted to come home. I mean, they just don't have room. Uh, she finally in a room now, but pray for them out there at the hospital. They've got their plate full. They're, they're doing a good job. Uh, I, may have, I may have said some things about TJ I shouldn't have said. Tell you what, I, I met some of them people out there. They, they're working hard. They're working hard. They're doing the best they can. There's a overload of, of patients, people pouring in. Uh, two doctors saw my wife. One of them, I, I could tell his plate was full. He just really wasn't able to take any time to tell me anything. Second one, young doctor, called, <laughs> told me to call him Dr. M. He's got a name that long. I'm okay with calling him Dr. M. But uh, he gave me a, a, a very good uh, insight on my wife, her condition. Um, I won't take up too much time here, so I'm going to stop right there. But remember my wife, uh, Bonnie told me that Mark uh, got to bring Kay home today. Uh, that They're going to get her a hospital bed and uh, get her a wheelchair. But remember Brother Mark, Sister Kay, he still got problems with his back, hurting, chronic pain. And Kay, uh, she's just real frail right now. Remember Mark and Kay? Uh, Brother Mitchell called me. Uh, he's struggling a little bit himself. He said Phyllis also struggling uh, with her balance and stuff. But uh, we're going to have a quick word of prayer. And then we're going to have a little singing. And uh, try to send a blessing your way tonight. Father, we're so thankful, Lord, you're touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Lord, your, your presence, Lord, in your presence, the Bible said, is fullness of joy. And Lord, you show up from time to time. And even this morning, Lord, when I was praying, I noticed you showed up. I thank you, Lord, when you do show up. I pray you'll bless. Dear Lord, this service, Lord, tonight, send handfuls on purpose out there, Father, tonight. Encourage and discourage. Uh, Lord, uh, Strengthen, Lord, the, the feeble and weak hands, uh, the feeble knees. Uh, Lord, visit, Lord, your children. Uh, bless, Lord, I pray, your churches. Help them, Lord, I pray, in this hour we're living in, Father. It just seems like, Lord, that we're kind of letting up when I do believe we need to be more adamant or more uh, busy, more uh, about our Father's business. Help us, Lord, this year. Uh, Lord, bless, I pray, my wife. Help her with her health. Help her, Lord, to get all fixed up, all healed up, and get back home. We pray for Brother Mark, Sister Kay Hurt. Help Sister Kay and Brother Mark. He's got chronic back pain. His wife, health in terrible decline. And, uh, Lord, we pray for them. I pray for Brother Mitchell. Pray for him. I pray, Lord, Father, for uh, Lord of Phyllis and her family, Mitchell's family. Uh, Lord, we pray, Lord, for Sister Faye, Brother Brother Patrick said she is going to be able to tune in tonight. and Lord, that's why we want to have this service, Lord. We want people to be able to tune in. We want people, Lord, to be able to get some encouragement. Uh, Lord, to get a blessing. 
And Lord, we hope and pray we can be a blessing. And Father, we pray for all your sick. We pray for those that are recovering. Lord, from surgery, sister uh, Carolyn, Lord, bless her, Jerry. They've been snowed in. And Lord, we just pray you send a blessing their way. We pray for Sister Bonnie, still recovering. A Lord from her surgery, Brother Ed, recovering, Lord, from surgery on his leg. A Lord, Sister Brenda down in Florida, uh, down there, Lord, having trouble with her knees and her back. And just send blessings out there, Lord, tonight. Bless your children. Uh, bless your, your churches and your workers and your singers. Lord, we just give you praise and glory. A uh, Lord, how thankful we are that you made it possible that we could be in the family of God. That we could have a home in heaven. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we just got so much to thank you for. We ask your blessings on our country, on our schools, on our military. Oh, Lord, help I pray this country, Lord, to, to do that which is right in your sight. I pray you'll help us, Lord, to get back on our feet. Lord, this is one nation under God. And Lord, we want to stay that way in the visible, liberty and justice for all. Uh, we want to, Lord, also have Lord, in God we trust on our police cars. Lord, we want to do our best, Lord, to give honor and glory to you. We ask all these things, Father God, tonight in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we're so blessed. Even to be here tonight, so blessed. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Who wants to sing first? Uh, I guess I will. My phone's not going to Come right on, Sister Rita. <laughs> sing as many as you want. Send a blessing out there tonight. Trying to get all this going here. We want to remember Mom, Mom too, and Amen. blessings. You know, she's a shut-in, and she'd be here if she could. I seen where she said she'd be able to fix her a cup of coffee. Hello, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, uh, she said it was just a blessing to have a good warm house to stay. Yes, and fix her coffee. <laughs> Amen. One simple vision hack anyone can use to improve vision, so you can say goodbye to your optometrist for good. Did you know that? Thank you, Rita. And 
strength and peace in this crazy and fallen world we live in. Amen. Jim Caviezel here, and the only real answer. 
Concerning faith, shipwrecked. 
Thank God for the White House. Amen. All right. Glory. Hey, this is better than I thought it was going to be already. Hallelujah. Thank you, I got a new song Sunday. I've been working on it. I ain't quite got there yet on that one. All right, brother. No, Hobby Lobby has hundreds of people every single week. Just check out our. Today. Praise the Lord, we got seven or eight people watching. Hey, man, man. Geraldine on there. There is coming the day right. when no heart is No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forever. Jesus 
That's right. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day that will be. tonight, and she's supposed to be. If she was here tonight, I'd make her sing one too. Amen. <laughs> Amen. She got out, but uh, old Brother Ed, I done said I'm going to sing one. We're going to sing, uh, I think it's number 120, No Not One. Uh, no, here in just a minute there. What was it? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not sure. Wait a minute. Let me get on back here and find out where it is. The song's called No Not One. First time I ever heard this song, I heard it in a nursing home. I'm in the Bible. Let me get the book. <laughs> Well, here it is, number 140. Number 140. First time I ever heard this song was in a nursing home. And uh, nursing home is kind of like people that's been forgotten. Uh, they would give anything for somebody to visit them in any capacity. I mean, no matter what, they would be thrilled to have somebody visit them. But Donnie, he's visiting right now with Judy and Geraldine, he was taking their medicine. I told him to uh, catch on the service tonight. But uh, anyway, uh, we was at the nursing home, and one of the ladies there requested we sing this song. And uh, after we sung it, I knew I knew why she wanted us to sing it. But it's number one forty, uh, and the name of it's called No Not One. And we're sending this out to Judy and Geraldine and all y'all out there, maybe down and out, discouraged. Haven't counted your blessing in a while. Uh, I've seen where Sister uh, uh, Joanne posted, she's just glad to be able to fix herself a cup of hot coffee. Those are the kind of blessings that we take for granted. Well, I was glad she posted that on there. That's, she said she was glad to warm up, I think, and she was able to fix her glass of, or a cup of hot coffee. Those are the kind of things, you know, that we, we need to be mindful of and remember uh, what, how precious they are. Now my wife, she's lost the ability to do just about anything. Uh, she's got constant care at the hospital. Where in that condition, you wish you could fix yourself a cup of coffee. You wish you could have a remote change of channel. I had to hold the phone up to her ear so she could talk to her mother. We're going to shut up here. But uh, number 140. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. None else could heal all our souls' diseases. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one, no, not one. No friend like him is high and holy. No, not one, no, not 
no friend is so meek and lowly. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. There's not an hour that he is not near us. No, not one. No, not one. No, not so dark, but his love can cheer us. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Did ever a saint find his friend forsake him? No, not one. No, not one. Or sinner find that he would not take him. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the holy Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Was there a gift like the Savior given? Oh, my. No, not one. No, not one. Will he refuse us a home in heaven? No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. I have to admit, I know why they wanted this song sung there because nobody cares like Jesus does. You, you kind of wish your family would come or call or anything but he's the one I know that he'll always show up uh, like I said I was praying this morning and as I was praying this morning I realized the presence of God was right there and you talking about making your prayer just rich just the Holy Spirit's presence and the love of God abiding I mean just weep a while pray a while I praise God for that amen I uh, appreciate the good singing tonight I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Brother Patrick said we got about 30 people from time to time uh, listening in over here. That's our goal. Our goal is to get the Word of God out, to get the blessing of God out. Uh, that's what we want. I mean, Jesus said in John chapter 15, He said, I am the vine, you're the branches. And uh, this live stream is like branches of the branches. We want to get them out as far as we can get them. Amen. Uh, we're, we're so thankful to have noted. Sister Geraldine and Sister Judy's tuning in tonight. And uh, we want to take our text, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 16. 
We'll try to be too long tonight. First Corinthians chapter number 16. And we'll just read a few verses here, probably about three. Starting in verse number 13, Paul writing to the church at Corinth. And we'd like to read more. We're going to cut all that out. We're going to start at verse 13. And Paul tells this church, he says, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Uh, we'll stop this next verse. That ye submit yourselves unto such and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. We'll stop right there. Uh, we're going to borderline preach tonight, but going to be teaching tonight on addiction or addicted in 2024. And I believe it will be a blessing. Uh, we talked about just like three minutes. I throw this together. Uh, I've had a big day. I've covered a lot of ground for a little dog. But uh, we're thrilled to be here tonight. Father, we thank you for the Lord, the precious Word of God, the infallible Word of God. Lord, the eternal Scriptures, we thank you for it. Lord, you gave it. Psalm 68, verse 11. The Lord gave the Word. Great was the company of those that published it. Lord, we have it. And Lord, we're thankful for it. Oh Lord, where would we be without the Word of God? Where would we be without the God of the Word? We just pray you'll bless this portion of Scripture we've read tonight. Lord, uh, bless your children. Encourage them. Uh, send blessings out their Father to those who might be hungry and thirsting tonight for a nugget from your Word. Uh, help us, Lord, to redeem the times the days are evil. Uh, open our eyes tonight with our side. Open our understanding tonight. We can see things as they are and understand the times we're living in. And we give you praise and glory for all you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're teaching, and I will say this will probably be borderline preaching. Uh, been at the hospital all day long today witnessing the people I have to meet. I'm, I'm kind of fired up right now. But uh, this, this verse number 16, uh, I'm sorry, verse 15, Paul said, I beseech you, brethren, now he's talking about saved people, he says, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and he says they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Now, I want to go back to chapter 1 so you can understand uh, what he's talking about here. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse number 16, Paul says, And I baptized also the household of Stephanus, besides I know not whether I baptized any other. So Paul got him a good one right here. I baptized a lot of people. They don't always hit the ground running. Every now and then you'll get one. And I mean, you'll say glory to God. And you know, uh, this household here that Paul's talking about, uh, he says they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. And I think about little Thomas, uh, little two-year-old Thomas. Uh, he's always saying, 
I love church. And you know what? For a little two-year-old, that's a blessing. A little Serendi right out the road up here. Uh, she tells her, her family, her, her mother, uh, Carolyn and Larry, her father, she says, I love church. And I love these little ones, little Lucy. Man, she loves to come over here. She loves to sing. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, they really missed you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Rita, they missed you not being here. They were brokenhearted. And uh, I think last Sunday, uh, it was little Lucy that said, I preached too long. Uh, she's used to uh, Rita back there teach them on their level. Now, as a pastor, I have to admit, I do want to feed lambs. I do want to feed sheep. But Rita takes them under her wing back there and does a tremendous job. I'm so proud of Rita. Uh, you know, that's really in the line of sacrifice. She's actually putting herself at a loss so they can be in a game back there. Little Rita, she was about in tears, wasn't she, last Sunday? Brother Patrick, she, she went back there and sat on the back row. And uh, she, she really missed Rita not being here. Of course, the weather was terrible. And uh, we, we contemplated calling service off. And it, it actually didn't hit till the next day. But uh, we, we just was trying to use some caution, use some care. But it didn't seem like it was that bad. So we had service last Sunday, but she sure missed Sister Rita. And I love these little ones saying, I love church. Amen. And you know what? If our children are going to be addicted to anything, I'd like for them to be addicted to church, addicted to singing. Little Lucy, she'll sing. I don't care what it is, she'll sing. And uh, loves to sing. Uh, and little Thomas, man, him and Tato, I just love to watch them run up down the church aisle here. But you know, our schools aren't safe no more. They're truly not. Uh, I'm kind of ashamed our schools have gotten a condition they're in. I mean, uh, it ought not be so. Our schools ought to be a safe haven. It ought to be safe to let your children go to school. Uh, Judy, she's listening out there tonight. Me and Judy, we grew up together. She's a little younger than me, but we both went to E.B. Terry School. And she can tell you right now, it was safe when we went to school. Uh, we didn't have to worry about this nonsense, uh, gender confusion. Uh, you know, they, they went to great lengths uh, to, uh, uh, I, I guess, indoctrinate the minds of our children. Uh, little children, their brains don't develop until they're 20 years old. Uh, and then they're not fully developed. But they're developed enough at the age of 20 years old that they pretty much know a little bit about what they're going to do, where they're going, how they're going to get there and all of that. But they're very vulnerable at a young age. And listen, uh, these wolves uh, in sheep's clothing, uh, these, uh, I believe it was uh, Randy Winterberg, whatever his name is, uh, the one the union school over the uh, teacher's union, Weinerberg, whatever her name is, which be better. Uh, she said, we call it brain murder. I don't like the sound of that. They're trying to murder the brains of our little ones. Now, I'm thrilled to death. I, I wish this church was full. I don't care. I'll hold them in both arms if I have to. I'll take them all. I don't care if they're in diapers. I don't care if they're loud. I don't care if they don't behave. Bring them. Bring them to the house of God. I want them to be addicted to church. I want them to want to come. I want them to not only want to come, I want them to get blessed while they're here. I, I want them to brag about how much fun they had. Uh, back there in Sister Rita's class, she teaches them all kinds of stuff back there. I, I want more of that. 
I, I wanted to bring their friends. I, 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 uh, little Tatum, uh, he showed up over here. He's a little nervous about being here. And he saw Thomas. And he just hit it off right off the bat. It was just legally split. Just having a ball. Just running back and forth. Listen, I'm all for that. I want our children to have a safe place. Uh, so they had to, their very first vacation Bible school. Rita, bless her heart. She got a water slide out here and a jumping house. They loved it. I want them to be addicted to the house of God. I want them to come, not less, but more. We took a trip up there to the to the uh, ark up there, uh, up above Lexington. Heck, I don't know where it's at, but uh, we got there. We followed Patrick. He running 90, and I was running 92 to keep up with him. I didn't know how to get there. But we enjoyed that. His muffler fell off. Looked like I had a pair of leather gloves. Hey, we made it. Had a big time. I'm all about that. That's the kind of thing I think as a church, we need to stay together. And we need to get more addicted about the things of God. Amen. But little Thomas, boy, that blessed me. And I was thinking about the lines of addiction. I was thinking about, you know, a lot of people get, get addicted to pain pills. But my oldest daughter, she had a problem with pain pills. And, uh, you know, it always starts, you know, doctors, they try to be real careful not to prescribe you too many pain pills because they are so addictive. The codeine part of it, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, there's people out there right now that are addicted to pain pills. There's people out there that are addicted to cocaine. There are people out there addicted to smoking marijuana. I never smoked nothing my whole life. I never ever smoked anything. I drank a lot of alcohol, but I never smoked anything. I seen this morning, uh, early this morning, I got up at 4 o'clock this morning, got all my devotion, all my praying in, went back there and tried to get caught up what's going on. And there was a young girl smoking marijuana and got high. And uh, she didn't know what she's doing. Stabbed her boyfriend 108 times because she was high. And we got a, uh, you know, got a crisis right now of mental illness. Uh, people just don't know what they're doing. Now, this little bit of hip here a little bit. Uh, the Bible says in Acts chapter 17, talking about in Jesus, in Him we live and move and have our being. When you get to where you can't move no more, when you get to where you can't breathe no more and your mind is gone, you'll wish you was more addicted to Jesus than some of this worldly junk they're promoting. There's some people that are addicted, you know, to TikTok. There's some people that are addicted, you know, to, uh, I guess, Facebook or uh, Twitter or something like that. I, I've noticed now if you go anywhere, everybody's got one of these little small boxes and they're, they're doing this and that and that and doing that. I don't know if try to pull a rabbit out of that or what, but you know what? That's robbing you. I wouldn't get addicted to that. I've got a smartphone. I, I ain't smart enough to use it, but I've got one. But uh, I think you can get overboard on that. I think it ought to be, you know, with uh, moderation. Uh, you know, don't, don't let it get the best of you. Uh, all these addicts, they started out small. Uh, they didn't just jump up and take a bunch of pain pills and get hooked on them. They didn't take a bunch of cocaine, snort it, and get, you know, addicted to it. Uh, marijuana, you'll probably start out, you know, social. Hey, just try some of this. You like it. You know how that is. That's how I started drinking. Here, try one of these, you know. And you try it, you know, choke, cough. Boy, that's smooth. Ain't that good? Take a big lick of liquor, a uh, big swig of liquor, you know, and it burns your whole throat all the way out. And you say, boy, it's smooth and lying through your teeth. But, uh, you know, this, this mental illness, a lot of it is connected to addictions. What we do, we go legalize more of it. 
We make it more available. Uh, for what it's worth, George Floyd, you know, where they burn all the cities down, uh, his autopsy, he OD'd on fentanyl. Do the math on that. See, political uh, politicians look for opportunities. That was one for them. You got a white policeman here. He's following procedure. He's got his knee on his shoulder, not on his neck. Uh, there was no problem with George Floyd's neck, and I don't want to get on there too much, but on his autopsy, OD to fentanyl. Uh, abuse of prescription drugs. They tell on there how many to take, uh, how long to take them. You can get addicted on prescription drugs. My wife probably falls in that category. I never seen nobody take as many pills as she takes. She's got an arsenal. She's got so many pills, she don't even know what she's got. Uh, they wanted me to look for her, uh, uh, we call antibiotic. And she had so many different antibiotics. But there was one she was allergic to and she couldn't find her others. And I found it immediately full bottles of antibiotic. And she had me get the one she's allergic to and give her that because her tooth was hurting. I'm just telling you, you got to use some caution even with prescription drugs. Now we're talking about addicted in 2024. If I was going to be addicted to anything, it'd be to read my Bible, praying. I'll I, I witness everybody stand still long enough. I got in the elevator with a, with a cleaning lady out there at the hospital. And you know, it pays to know your Bible. I could tell she wasn't having a good day, but she's very friendly, uh, trying to help me find uh, where the ICU was. It's way back in there, trust me. I'm going to take a piece of chalk with me tomorrow. I done been lost three times that time. I'm telling you, it ain't, it ain't like you think. Lord, but uh, while I was in that elevator, I could tell she was a little discouraged. I said, you know what the Bible says? You looked up at me and said, now what? I said, it says in Psalms chapter 27, verse 13, it says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the living. After I wear appetite on that, I said, you know what that next verse says? And she was ready. No, what's it say? I said, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, wait, I say, on the Lord, and he'll bring you to pass. That's what we're doing right now, waiting on the Lord. Uh, Brother Patrick sang that song, uh, what a day that'll be. One of these days, praise God, Jesus is going to show up. I'm leaving out. Uh, Y'all say that all you want, I'm gone. I'm going to my promised land. Uh, I'm telling you, hallelujah, thank God for the White House. Thank God, amen, for the song about grace. My, my chains are gone. I'm free, free indeed. Uh, this ain't my home no more. I got my name in the book of life. My sins on the blood. I'm addicted to, you know, talking to people about Jesus. I'm still a fanatic. I love to tell people about Jesus. I love to quote scripture. Uh, there was three nurses in there in the, in the ICU room with my wife. They trying to get some blood. My wife, all her veins have all collapsed. And I'm sitting there. All I do keep laughing because I, I already seen this before. They have like, you know, everybody in on the whole, uh, you know, uh, staff comes in and tries to get blood out of my wife. And I got veins everywhere, but she ain't got none. And uh, they're down there, you know, and I thought, okay. I said, well, you know what the Bible says, don't you? And they said, what's that? I said, it says life of flesh in the blood. And it's in Leviticus chapter number 17, verse 11. And I said, God said, I'll give it upon the altar, make atonement for your souls. And I said, let me tell you another Bible verse. These were all young girls. And I said, let me tell you another Bible verse. I said, if I was a girl, I said, this would be my verse. I said, in Proverbs chapter number 31, I think it's verse number 30, it says this. It says, beauty is vain, favor is deceitful. But I said, listen, let me part this verse. But a woman that feareth the Lord she shall be praised. That's affirmative. 
Now, if I was a woman, I'm not. I, I have to admit, I'm probably toxic masculinity. But uh, anyway, I mean, you put pink on me, I'll pick take somebody's head off. I'm just telling you. So my wife, I said, look, when I'm gone, you put pink in my coffin, I'll come back home to you. But anyway, uh, I, I have to admit, I'm glad I know which gender I am. And uh, there's no confusion. Uh, I will always be 100% man. And I thank God for every man, every woman knows what gender they are. They're not confused. Because God's not all the confusion. But anyway, I told him, I said, you know, God said, a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Well, I had the attention. Why not go a little further? I said, Isaiah 34, verse 16. says, Seek ye out a book, Lord, and read. No one of shall fail. I said, Don't stop there. It says, None shall want her mate. I said, You want your marriage to stick together? Stay in that book. That book will help you cope with your husband, help him cope with you. It'll help you over the hurdles. It'll help you through the valleys. And I'll tell you what, buddy, that's a good verse. Isaiah 34, 16. Proverbs chapter number 31, verse, I think it's verse 30. And I said, here's your nothing. I think I get the doctrine on this. And I said, doctor, I said, you practice medicine, don't you? He said, sure. I said, how would you like to know how to heal people? He said, well, I guess I would. I said, well, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. says, my son, attend unto my words. Let them not part in thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Next verse says, for they laughed all those that find them. And health. To their flesh. I said, you ever thought about reading the Bible being healthy, Doc? He looked at me like a calf looking at a new gate. He's 31 years old. And I, I really like him. I've got a lot of confidence in him. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about addicted in 2024. If you want to get addicted to something, get addicted to praying, to reading your Bible, to going to church, to inviting people to go with you to church, to witnessing all that. That's good things to be addicted to. But you can abuse things like I said, prescription drugs. Uh, a lot of people get addicted to porn. The Bible says in Psalm 101, verse 3, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. Now I'm talking to men out there. You're just not strong as you think you are. Samson got brought down by Delilah. David got brought down by Bathsheba. Job said, I think, uh, Job chapter 30, verse 1, uh, he said, I made a covenant with my eyes uh, that I wouldn't look upon a maid. Uh, I have to admit, probably most men be better off blind. Uh, they just can't, for some reason, no, they just can't keep their eyes where they need to keep them. You know, I'll be honest with you. Thank God for passion. Passion has its place. But James said, you lust and you have not. Let that sink in just a minute. And we're talking about addictions tonight. You know, the man, they got the magazine, they hold it out like this right here. You can't have it. You lust over it, but you can't have it. You lust and you have not. Uh, the Bible says, be satisfied with your wife. And I would have got men would do that. Uh, it's tough enough down here with a devil down here. It's tough enough down here with, I guess you call it smut. Uh, they're, they're just so much porn being put out there now. They got child porn. They, uh, this scene where a pastor got, uh, got caught uh, molesting some boy. Now, uh, you know, I don't know this to be absolutely true, but best I can tell this is true. One of the great preachers, J.D. J. J. Jakes, I believe that's his name, black preacher, got Got caught 
molest them boys. Offer referee involved in child trafficking. Why would he do that, Brother Eddie? Probably addiction. Probably started this one episode like David. Thought, you know, he could hide that. Send me your rider. Hit tight, Joab. Sent him, said, go down there and lay with your wife. Got him good and drunk, and he wouldn't go down and lay with his wife. Uh, we're, we're speaking about addicted in 2024. Don't, don't get addicted on porn. Don't get addicted on drugs. Don't get addicted on, uh, you know, smoking, uh, you know, marijuana or snorting cocaine or nothing like that. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, he, he made quite a bit of money on, I guess you'd call it Fantasy Island, so this was not a movie, this was a real Fantasy Island. And uh, he, he, he was making a profit. Uh, they was having pleasure for sale and political favors. Uh, most of the presidents been out there. They all know it. They're just trying to keep it from being known. The Bible tells us we've got an adversary in verse Peter chapter 5, verse number 8. Here's what it tells us to do about that adversary. It says, be sober. Now, I'm a drunk, or I was. I can relate to the fact about being sober. I can still remember coming home blind drunk. How would I got home by the grace of God? Oh, my. They come in the house barking like a dog. My wife get me by the collar. And, uh, you know, probably should have just kicked me out of the house. But, uh, uh, you know, she said, we're leaving. I'm taking the kids. We're leaving. And, and, and I'm glad she did. She made a good decision there. But uh, be sober. Uh, I, I don't know that I could say I was addicted, but a lot of people are addicted to alcohol. I was an alcoholic. I don't know if you call it addicted or not. All alcohol is is a liquid drug, and, and I consume uh, an ocean of it. But uh, be sober, it says. Be vigilant. Vigilant means earnest watching. Not sleepy watching, but I'm talking about, buddy, uh, watching for this adversary. Because this adversary wants you addicted on the wrong things. He don't want you addicted. When you get ready to read your Bible, if you haven't noticed this, the psalm that said, the night, uh, My eyes kept me from meditating upon thy precept and the night watches. The devil will put you to sleep. When you start reading your Bible, you'll just fall over sleep. You start praying, next thing you know, you're asleep. I mean, the disciples fell asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus said, Could you not watch with me for an hour? And he went back and prayed again. Come back and they asleep again. Went back and prayed again. Come back and they asleep again. He said, take ease. Uh, you know, here, here comes Judas, you know, with the game. But uh, don't don't be addicted to the wrong things. If you're going to be addicted to something, be addicted to the things of God. There is an adversary down here. He is trying to turn you aside. He is trying to make your faith shipwreck. He is trying to keep you from what you could be for God. I heard it said long ago by an old time preacher that knew what he's saying. He said it's yet to be seen what God can do with a man that will fully surrender to him. I agree with that. You know, all of us want to serve God but in measured <laughs> measured serving, measured capacity. Uh, we want to go, we just don't want to go all the way. Uh, we want to do, we just don't want to do it all. But, uh, if we're going to be addicted to anything in 2024, be addicted to praying, reading your Bible, to witnessing, to inviting people to church. Be addicted to singing the songs of God, making melody in your heart. Uh, you know, uh, 
put the armor on. Ephesians chapter 6 talks about that armor. James chapter 1 verse 14 through 16 tells how addictions come upon us there. And I do want to read that and I'll be done. But uh, I, I wrote several little things down here real quick. But in James chapter number 1 uh, verse number 14 James says this Every man is tempted. This is how addictions come to be. You know, somebody tempts you to try one of these. And sadly, a lot of these people, a lot of these young people, they don't make it through the first. They give them one pill, they're out, they're dead, they're gone. Fentanyl, I, I reckon, as soon as, if you do survive it, you're immediately addicted to it. But uh, some of them don't make it no further than that one time. Every man's tempted when he's drawn away. Drawn away from what? What he knows he needs to do. And what he should be doing. Drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Enticed means somebody got your attention. Hey boy, you were to get you one of these. Man, it's good. Just remember, you got an adversary. Remember that. Then it says, when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished. You know that finished work of sin? It's on the tombstones out there in the cemeteries. It brings forth death. It says, do not err, my beloved brethren. Father, we thank you, Lord. We just try to convey a thought. Lord, this new year, that God, we might stay on track. Lord, that we might not be distracted. That we might not be discouraged. But Lord, jo joyfully and jubilantly help us this year, Lord, to go out, Lord, bringing in the sheaves. To go out, Lord, Father, uh, uh, Lord, uh, carry the precious message that Jesus saves I appreciate this little church, Lord. And I pray you bless it. Make it as big as it can be. Help us to do as much as we can. Lord, we're so thankful even to have a, have a small part in the big work of God. We give you praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Didn't he mention about Achan? Didn't he mention about you know that situation there, Ai there and Joshua? But that's the way it is. Uh, the writing on the wall. About somebody that entire.